I'm Arnold van Buren and I'm joined by a range of professionals who will be sharing their experience within the eSport world along with strategies and tips to progress your own career in gaming. With over 20 years of experience including game development and live streaming, gaming land centers and organizing tournaments, we are now launching this series in order to help those of you with a passion for gaming become professional in the eSport world. Hi everybody, welcome to our eSports series. In today's show, I have John. And John helps brands and agencies effectively engaging to the eSports community. He's a TEDx keynote speaker and a chairman of the eSports Trade Association. Welcome, welcome, John. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Well, I, I've, I've, well you got quite of, of, of what, we, what we call different heads on and um where where well i will say please introduce yourself and and tell the audience a little bit more about yourself etc i appreciate that so the the cliff's notes version the summary is uh today i'm the founder and ceo of the davidson learning company dlc where as you said i help brands and agencies understand how to uh, effectively engage the esports community um i've had a great opportunity to gain a lot of experience and a track record to prove that I know how to do that. And who I did that with was with PRG, Production Resource Group, which is the world's largest entertainment production company. These are the guys doing the Super Bowl halftime show, the Emmys, the Grammys, world tours for Beyonce, YouTube, et cetera. Before that, um, I worked at GameStop headquarters as head of partnerships and helped to build the esports strategy there. We did uh, deals with Complexity Gaming uh, I initiated and developed the naming rights for the headquarters called the GameStop Performance Center. Also did deals with Team Envy, Optic, Maturino, Collegiate Star League, and others. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot to remember. <laughs> <laughs> but um, before that, which has actually greatly informed my understanding of consumer behavior, was as a sponsored skateboarder. I got sponsored when I was 14 years old. I traveled the country all over and... I still get a few free products today, although sponsorship looks a lot different than it did uh, at the beginning of my career. Wow, wow. And this is this is something I'm really, well, I'll say, admire because in the eSport world, we like to, well, let's say this way, we like to play games, we like to be engaged, we like to speak with people, but you are a TEDx keynote speaker as well. Yes. So could you share us that journey? <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me as I clear my throat. Yeah, you know, it. it's really part of uh, chasing opportunity, you know, finding opportunity, going for it. And so I uh, had spoken at my alma mater, which is Sacramento State in Northern California, and go Hornets. Um, and so I, I spoke at a, a bunch of classes there. And one of the classes I spoke with, the professor was the person who, who is in charge of who speaks at engagements at the school. And so they were planning a TEDx event. Um, she, she kind of loosely invited me, if you will. And it was six months down the road. So I was like, oh, sure, love to do that. You know, didn't take it super seriously. Well, um, I had just started my, my job at GameStop and I got an email from them and they said, we would love to have you audition. I was like, audition? didn't you invite me to do this already? <laughs> but of course I said, yes, I'd be happy to. So they gave me the theme, 
which was boomerang, what comes around goes around, essentially. And they said, give a talk around this theme. So I gave a talk, I auditioned, and it was really, um, it was about perseverance. I've, I've had a lot of tough jobs. I've had some tough situations I've worked through and persevered through. They said, John, we love the talk, but perseverance is not a unique thought. Um, and TED Talks, as you know, are about unique thoughts and sharing things that either haven't been heard before or having a unique perspective on an existing thought. So I was like, oh my gosh, well, okay, well, I'm, I'm at GameStop here drinking from the fire hose, as we say, starting a brand new job. And I literally just did not have the time to re-audition. And so I was about to send them an email that was going to say, hey, haven't heard from you in a couple weeks. Um, thank you for the consideration, but I'd like to withdraw my name just because I am so overwhelmed. I have so much going right now with this new job. Well, that very day, uh, before I had an opportunity to send that email, I received an email and it said, congratulations, you've been selected. <laughs> oh, wow. And I said, I guess I'm going to write a TED talk and I'm going to give it. So, um, yeah, kudos to the team there. They did a great job, you know, making sure that I was prepared to give it. Um, I practiced like crazy. And it was one of those things where stepping on that stage with the cameras pointed at you um, was just such a moment. It was a hard time in my life. And so it was a moment of redemption for yeah. one. But the other thing that went through my head was these cameras are live on the internet and whatever I say is <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fortunately I had put so much work into it that was really autopilot and you know, it's unique when you, when you give a talk in front of people with the lights and the cameras, when you haven't practiced it that way, um, it's a great argument for practicing the way you're going to perform something. But there's, and for people who walk, watch it, um, there's a moment about three quarters of the way through the talk where I start, I, I laugh a little bit. And part of it is because I, I tried to make the, the talk funny. And so you can't really hear in the video, but the, the audience was responding with laughter quite a bit, which made it fun. Mm -hmm. But there was this moment three quarters of the way through where I knew if I had gotten to that point, I was home free. And I was just like, I was almost overwhelmed with emotion when I got to that part because I was like, oh, I did it. And um, and you'll and there's a fun surprise at the very end. So you'll have to watch it to see what that surprise is. I, I will definitely encourage everybody and include myself to definitely watch that. So that's it's available on, on YouTube and on other social media. If I'm Yeah, correct. it's on YouTube. It was with uh, Sacramento State. So if you Google or on YouTube, uh, TEDx, CSUS, yeah. John Davidson, it'll pop right up. Um, or CSUS stands for California State University, Sacramento. Hi. Well, definitely, definitely gonna watch that. That's uh, we we like we want to hear that's well, let's say the surprise bit as well. Um, just to, to go a little bit deeper in the public speaking, do you think that's that's something that's really valuable and important within the esport world? <clears throat> you know, I think it's valuable in every world, in every industry. I agree. You know, even I, I saw a video a long time ago where Warren Buffett said that the most valuable skill you can have is public speaking, is communicating effectively. And I argue, I'm a big fan of communication. Communication, fortunately, is a strength of mine. 
Um, but I'm a, I'm a big advocate for learning how to communicate in all ways to all people. So I think writing is super important. You know, you need to be able to express yourself to different audiences. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm writing a professor or a CMO or a, you know, a CEO head of an organization and I'm very professional with it. And sometimes I'm, uh, texting a friend what's up dog <laughs> right <laughs> and it's, it's very different in the same way public speaking you need to be able to express yourself to different groups of people uh, in the way that they respond to the difference is of course you can't edit your public speaking right the way you can edit an email so it's, it, it's basically live yeah. um and i i think the reason why there's I don't know if opportunity is the right way to put it, but you can make a living doing public speaking. That's one of the things I'm looking into potentially doing, but there's so many people who are terrified of public speaking. In fact, I think more people would rather die than. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. (laughs) Yeah. And then you have another filter if you think about it. So you've got all these people who are terrified. So then you have a very small group of people who aren't scared of it. Then you have another group of people who pursue it because there's a lot of people who just don't go after it or it's not on their radar or they're not interested, right? So you have to, the people who are desirable to do it. Then you have people who have an expertise or a topic that's popular, right? Because if you speak about somebody, something that nobody really wants to listen to, you're not going to get a lot of calls. But then after all that, people who are good at it, so there's a very select few people who get through all those fi- those filters. And so if you can put in the work, you can gain comfort, you can gain uh, subject matter expertise on a topic that people care about, there's a lot of opportunity for you. Yeah. I would also say that public speaking is not just beneficial on a stage. So if you're thinking, well, I'm never going to have access to a TED Talk or I'm never going to be on a stage at a conference, I don't need to work on public speaking. I would say if you work in any industry, when you're presenting ideas, whether it's to a client or even internally, you know, a lot of times we don't realize how important it is to be able to communicate effectively, to sell an idea, to get people onto your team, to move things forward. So I would argue that it's much more critical than we even realize. Yeah, I, and, and I totally agree on that. And it's also with, especially within the public speaking world. Well, what I also see is in in esports when people represent themselves, and if you've got awards where they can speak for five minutes just to thank everybody, then you can see that some people have the skills and they they know what, well how to share it. And there's also people like, okay, thank you so much, thank you, blah 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 blah, and and they they're happy that they can just leave the stage. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite funny to see, and yeah. and. and just another thing as well it's like um you help brands and agency effectively so if if i make the little combination about public speaking and of course branding personal branding and all that and and especially within the esports i think that well the link between public speaking so you've done a tedx talk and and branding and talking about your brand is is quite important is it it absolutely is um you know you communicating effectively is getting people to understand and being able to see what you see. 
what I really struggled with early in my career was the ability to sell my ideas. And part of that was I was an experienced, uh, I think one of my gifts is, is vision, is seeing opportunity, things that aren't there yet that can be there. Um, and I didn't realize early on that not everybody saw the vision that I saw. So I wasn't effectively sharing that. Now, I, I did the work to learn how important storytelling was, yeah. you know, to get people to understand how to get from point A to point B in the strategy that I had developed. So I think it's just incredibly important in that aspect. Um, you know, it, people will, nobody knows what you know. That's something to really take. I used to work with somebody who told me this. He said, John, you're com nobody knows your common sense, right? Like, you know a lot of things just off the top of my head that you would assume that I know based on your life experience. And I don't know those things because we've had different life experiences, right? Yeah. Yeah. Seems like common sense to you, but I've never experienced it. So a lot of times what we can find ourselves doing when we're trying to articulate and sell our own services, our own companies, we know so well what we do, especially if it's our own company. If you're an entrepreneur, you know, you built this thing, you had the idea, you've developed it, you've dreamed about it. You go to sleep thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. Everything you think about has to do with your company. Absolutely. The person you're talking to has never heard of your company, right? Yeah, and yeah. so for DLC, you know, is is the name of my company, David Davidson Learning Company. And so people might be confused at that. I might think that they know that I have an expertise on consumer behavior and engaging the esports and action sports audiences, but they don't know that unless I demonstrate it effectively. And then to take that one step further, it's connecting it to the need of the client. Yeah, because if Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. Sorry. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Yes. And also with, um, and, and and this is with, especially people who are now new in the esport industry, they are thinking about, okay, you know what? I'm just going to play, keep playing, keep playing. And hopefully somebody will find me or somebody will, you know, rank me right. or whatsoever. But I think that it needs more work than that. You agree? You're 100% right. You know, think about this. We we're talking about how there's such a small group of people for the public speaking stuff. Yes. The opposite in gaming, <laughs> right? <laughs> Ask any child globally, what do you want to do? I want to be a YouTuber, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so because there is such a vast, uh, boy, audience of people who want to do something, you just have a lot more competition to get there. Um, I would also say, and I was going to make this point earlier, is with the public speaking thing, you know, some of the best broadcasters in the world are streamers in esports, gaming, and so, um, you know, YouTubers, really. So the ability to speak on that microphone that you have there in front of you to engage an audience for mm -hmm. hours and hours every single day while you're playing a video game, it's a real skill. Yeah. So what I would communicate to young people is, you know, we're talking about the importance of public speaking and kids might say, I don't want to be a speaker. Well, you know, the importance of public speaking could very well take you to your dream of being a YouTube star. 
Yeah, and that's another thing because I know that people, when you, and we we have seen this as well as like me as part of those masters, people um, as like mention always. Yeah, I want to start my 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 YouTube channel, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. And then when you when 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 you ask them to speak in front of an audience, let's say a physical a physical audience, and I'm talking right. like you know before the COVID, um, people like yeah, but I'm not gonna do that. It's like wow. You're gonna do exactly the same as when you speak through a microphone and a camera. You speak maybe instead of what like 50 people in this room, you may be gonna speak to 5,000 people or, yes. or even more. So yeah, what, what what's what's gonna stop you then? <laughs> yeah, and I would say too, you know, you you know, people look at the life of a YouTuber or an influencer or something like that, like like Ninja, right? And he's got all these corporate opportunities. Um, I don't know this for a fact, but what I would guess is that Ninja is probably doing a number of corporate events that nobody knows about, or at least he's probably getting pitched because, you know, a lot of these corporations, they want to bring in a speaker, right? They want to bring in a person, whoever is hot right at the moment. So even though you just see him playing video games online, there's a lot more that goes into his job and people like him that you don't see. And also the more that you can offer, uh, the better you're off. In fact, today I was, I was watching a video. I love to watch videos and talks because I never believe I know it all. You know, I'm always looking to learn. And there was a woman, who, a CEO, and she said, uh, one of the things that I would tell small business owners is don't get upset if your business ends up being something different than how you started out. Yeah. And I think it's something similar here with this lesson, right? Is Hey, you say you want to be a YouTube star. Oh, maybe next thing you know, you're doing keynotes all over the world because that's where the opportunity came from. And you had developed that communication talent and ability. So you're able to take advantage of the opportunity when it presented itself. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's, and then, and then people got this, this, the, the response that you're going to get is then what? <laughs> 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 yeah because in in in, in the, and and that's a, that's a, that's a nice what well, that's a nice thing uh what you've what what she's mentioned well the tv program you've watched about like okay you know you start a company because or you start you start a business with something let's say you start something within the esports and then well they have we, we all think like okay people you know let's 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 start and stream right and then yeah before you know you got a headset with a microphone and then you start communicating with other people and then stage three is then you're going to broadcast that with you know your microphone and your headset right but people have no idea that you're indirectly already speaking to why well, indirectly key keynotes well be a public speaker for for like thousands and and some of them have like millions of followers um speaking about like what they do so it's Absolutely. it is what you've already mentioned is, is really really powerful and especially with with brand and, and because you in you in a branding um that will definitely bring them to the next level it will and i'll, I'll add this which um you know when i I've, I've got quite a few things i have my hands in so when i gave my intro i didn't mention everything but two of the things that i do that have to do with this i'm the host of the dlc drop podcast um, it's a podcast that released uh, three weeks ago, actually. Um, and the theme is in interviewing industry leaders 
and telling the untold stories behind their journeys and then mm -hmm. insights on future innovation. So, you know, before I started this podcast, I was, I did not have the vision that I would be hosting CEOs of companies and interviewing them. I've been a guest on a number of podcasts, but I had never been the host. And so, you know, that's, that's a perfect example of exactly what we're talking about, right? Where, you know, fortunately I was able to step in that role and it's going pretty well because I had developed the communication. Now I'm also the chairman of the esports trade association. And in that role, I do lots of communicating. I do lots of speaking. You know, I'm on, I'm leading lots of meetings internally. So even though we're on Zoom um, and it's not public, it's just the internal board of directors or the, the committees, you know, I still have to effectively communicate that way. And then we do webinars, we do conferences where I'm speaking, I'm introducing people, I'm, I'm giving an introduction talk, things like that. So you, like I was saying earlier, you know, when you start to realize it, it's kind of like when you buy a new car and you recognize everybody else has that car. <laughs> it's like once you, once you start speaking, you realize, wow, I didn't realize how many times I needed this skill throughout my career, even if my career is not directly being on the stage or behind a microphone. It's still a, a, a very important skill. Yeah, and I, and, I, and, and, I, and I totally agree because the other thing is that is when, you know, when, when people mention about like, you know, joining the eSport world um, and then not just only specific eSport world, but let's say that when you're going to start your business and you're going to go out there and you, you can't, let's say you're not able to communicate, then it's quite hard and a quite tough world for you. Then like if you are able to build up the skill then you're able to communicate with yeah the rest of the world and the same as like and just a, 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 a simple example if i've never never had let's say joined like a toastmaster international i won't mm -hmm. sit I, I won't having this conversation with you easy right. as that so i mm -hmm. will maybe watch netflix maybe you know play a game um, and put my headset on and then have no idea that I'm indirectly, you know, talking to a lot of people. Um, yeah, it will be totally different, totally different story. Yeah, I'll, I'll add on to that one more point is, you know, I can't express how important the power of networking is, regardless of the industry. But especially in a, in a, a close, small community like esports, we see esports being, okay, it's the biggest thing in the world, right? It's this these big tournaments, this big audience, but the industry itself, the people I work with every day, it's small. Everybody knows each other. And business really comes down to how enjoyable are you to be around? And so a big part of enjoying someone's company is the art of conversation, right? And if just, can you have an enjoyable conversation with somebody? When you walk into an event and you don't know anybody, and you're there to build business, whether it's for your business or for somebody you're working for, you better be able to initiate some conversations, right? And you may better be able to initiate some conversations that the other person enjoys so that they're going to respond to your email the next day or something like that. So, <laughs> you know, we're, we're often as good as our network 
And I would say your network may very well be as good as your ability to communicate. Yeah. And also, well, you now you mentioned networking and of course, communicating and building your brand and you, you can, well, it, it's all like fitting all together. So you got like literally three yeah. points that will help you going forward. Well, not, I'm not talking well in the sport world, but also in, in, in different, getting different categories. If it's regarding business before we're going to end the show, what is a, a really important thing you would, let's say, tell the listeners and viewers what could bring them to the next level and what could give them the opportunity to, especially for the, for the newcomers within the eSport world, um, what, will, what will be, let's say, your secret ingredient? <laughs> well, you don't, have to, you don't have to tell everything, but I mean <laughs> part of, some of it. <laughs> I always keep some secrets, uh, but they are available for purchase. Um, <laughs> so what I will say is I think the secret ingredient really is a community first mindset, putting other people before yourself. Now, I would argue that this is a good practice in everyday life, right? But when you look at the esports community, it's a group of people who are simply very skeptical of outsiders. This is a group of people who have been kind of looked down upon historically. And now that gaming is popular, everybody's coming to them, right? Everybody's yeah. saying, oh, esports, this is the next big thing, whether it's brands or it's individuals. And so they just demand our, our community. We demand more of brands. We demand more of people who we, we don't know yet. And so if you're a brand, you're looking to engage the space, uh, engage the community. I would say go to the community first. Let them know that first you are there to learn. You are there to learn what they need and what they want and how to best serve them. Yeah. Now, when you learn that, now you can take that back and you can apply your offering, whether that's a product or a service, how you sponsor, how you partner, how you integrate with the community in a way that is meaningful and valuable to the audience. And I'll tell you this, the people who do not do this will wish they never entered the space in the first place. <laughs> and we've seen that often. Um, if you've ever been on Reddit, you've probably seen it. Uh, brands get destroyed they get blacklisted and they never have another chance but i'll tell you this and, and that discourages a lot of cmos but if you have the long-term perspective in mind and if you put our community first and you're willing to take the time to listen and learn what's important to us and you find a great partner to help execute that with excellence boy your your products are going to fly off the shelves you're going to have loyalty from this audience like no other audience. You're gonna have people who love you, who chant your brand name uh, at events. We've seen it time and time again. Well, amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. This was an interview with John Davidson. And again, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to our eSport podcast series. For video recordings of all our podcasts, check out Learn Global TV and Learn Global Live, available on the Roku platform.